Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, wherever you may be around the world. Welcome back to the podcast, Walk by Faith. It has been several months since I have decided to record on my podcast. Um, Admittedly, um, it has taken a backseat to a lot of the things in which I tried to take on in the last year. And that's one thing about life. Sometimes certain things tend to take a backseat when we try to take on a little bit too much than the Lord intended us to. Um, I started this podcast in 2018, the end of 2018, because it was something that I had always wanted to do. I always wanted to voice my thoughts. I always wanted to get out the word of God in a in the format of a podcast. And I never really understood how I was going to be able to do it. And that's when I came across this opportunity to have my own podcast. To be able to take advantage of it and to preach the word of God. In hopes of inspiring individuals all around the world. And it was up until recently, you know, someone told me, hey, I really like your podcast. And I'm thinking, you know, I haven't (laughs) really dropped an episode since August. And I'm admittedly, it has taken a back seat. But here we are again. Uh, My prayer is to continuously keep this going um, so that it can bless the hearts of individuals. I'm very active on social media, um, YouTube as well. Uh, We're getting the gospel out, preaching the word of God the way it's supposed to. Um, You can look me up on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel called Biblical Truth Central. Um, I try to upload videos frequently throughout the week. Um, They're all up to date. Also, you can find me on Facebook under D. Henningberg. Um, That's also another platform that I utilize for the Lord. And you can also find me on Instagram at Servant of the Most High. One, that's number one. And also try to glorify the Lord on there as well. Um, And here on Anchor, um, once again, this is another platform to reach um, a whole other genre of individuals out there who may be curious about the Lord. You know, some people don't have social media, but they listen to podcasts all the time i personally am not a really really big podcast person i will listen to them occasionally i'm more so a content creator than a consumer so um utilizing uh, this podcast is a is a great opportunity to reach like i said that genre of individuals who are seeking to learn about the bible who are seeking to know god um, on a whole nother level okay So here we are. It is January the 1st of 2020. Or as I like to say, 2020. I think it'll be a lot easier for not just me, but other people around the world to say 2020 until um, we've been conditioned into believing that it is a new year. Because some people are still going to say 2019. You're still going to write 2019 on things when, in fact, 2019 has come and it is now gone. Um, Not only are we into a brand new year, praise God, of course, 
but we have stepped into a brand new decade. Ten years have passed us by. Every ten years, I feel, is full of life lessons. I feel that it is full of blessings, and I also feel that it is uh, full of trials and tribulations as well. You know, the Lord tells us in the book of Matthew 24 that uh, in this life, we're going to endure trials. We're going to endure tribulations. We're going to endure hardships. But fear not, for the Lord says that I am with you and I have overcome this world. You know, that's not to rain on anybody's parade, but it's just to say that, you know, in life, we're going to have good times. We're going to have bad times. Um, Everything can't be uh, great. Everything can't be beautiful all the time because um, I've seen and heard individuals say, you know, what's the point of me praising God and worshiping God? Because my life's perfect. You know, so too much of a good thing can be bad versus um, too much of a bad thing obviously can be bad. You know, it can if if you're living in distress and you are depressed all the time and time just seems to be never getting better. That can lead to depression and depression can often lead into you know suicide, you know, God forbid. So I believe that there needs to be a healthy balance of good and bad. Uh, so the Lord can work in us and so that we can have a testimony to share, to encourage other individuals around the world that, you know, I went through the hills and the valleys, but the Lord has got me through those hills and valleys. And he's faithful and he's just, just like the word of God says. And he's gotten us through these seasons of despair and brought blessings upon us. Because I know the uh, Lord knows between 2010 and 2019, um, those are some very, very significant years of my life. Um, I found the Lord during the last decade. You know, I got married during the last decade. I had two of my three children within the last decade. You know, I've done a lot of things within the last decade. There were good times and there were hard times. There were uh, blessings and there were times in which tribulation struck. And I know that going through life we have to continuously keep those in mind that it's not always going to be great it's always not going to shine it's like the the weather sometimes it's beautiful throughout the week and then one day thunderstorm may come up it is what it is that's just that's the way it goes but throughout it all we need to continuously keep our eyes on the lord regardless of what we go through um it's just like peter uh, when jesus told peter to come to me when jesus was walking on water and and he told Peter, hey, um, come to me. And Peter got out of the boat and started walking on water. And then he sunk because he ended up taking his eyes off the Lord and focusing on the storm. I think a lot of us end up focusing on the world and focusing on our problems instead of focusing on God to get us through our problems. And we cause ourselves a whole lot more hardship than we, than we should. Okay, so um, like I said, the last decade for me, it's been it's been great. Um, you know, and, and there's a lot of life lessons as well. Um, and as we enter into this new decade, into this new year, I am looking forward to more change. I'm looking forward to more personal development. I'm looking forward to getting closer to the Lord. And I'm just looking forward to seeing what it is he has in store for not only me, but also my family as well. So on this episode of Walk by Faith, I want to talk about how we should approach this year. 
You know, a lot of individuals love to create New Year's resolutions, you know, whether it's I'm going to save more money or I'm going to buy a house or I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to start going to the gym. Um, I'm in the fitness industry, so I can tell you now around this time of the year, uh, sales for the gym tend to skyrocket because people uh, love to put their New Year's resolution on the beginning of the year as far as losing weight. Um, I'm not going to speak against it, but at the same time, something like that should be done at any time. But for whatever reason, people love to use it as a New Year's resolution. I'm not really big on New Year's resolutions, but if you must um, utilize it to capitalize, if you feel motivated, then so be it. Go ahead and, and do it. But all I ask, all I ask is we also include the Lord in our New Year's resolution. What can we do this year to get closer to the Lord? What can we do to make him happy? What can we do for the kingdom of God? And I feel personally that every single Christian or person that considers to be a Christian, I feel like we should all be asking ourselves this question. What exactly can I do for the Lord? Because many of us are only here living our lives thinking about ourselves. We're only thinking about our blessings. We're only thinking about us getting ahead. We're only thinking about our lives. When throughout the scriptures, the Lord is clear that we are to love one another, to pray for one another, to bear each other's burdens. Never, ever has the Lord ever told anybody to just focus on themselves only. We are to do better with our time. We are to be good stewards with our time more so than to just spend it thinking about ourselves. You know, in all four Gospels near the end, the Lord says to go into the world and to preach the gospel to every living creature. Christian, when was the last time you actually shared Jesus Christ with anybody? When was the last time you told someone about your testimony? You know, when was the last time you took a stand for the Lord? Make no mistake, God does not need any of us to fight for him. He does not need any of us to stand for him. He does not need any of us to do anything for him. But it is his desire for us to serve him. It is his desire for us to obey him and for us to be a reflection of his will, for us to be an ambassador of Christ, for us to walk in the spirit and not the flesh for the book of Galatians tells us if we walk in the spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. A lot of Christians are falling into diverse temptations and temptation leads to sin and sin has the. It has the way of opening the door to death if we're not careful. We need to be very careful. So what can we do? Or what should we do to be a better testimony for Jesus Christ? Now, I'm in no way promoting legalism. 
I'm not saying that your works save you because we know that they don't. For in the book of Ephesians, it tells us that salvation is a gift of God, not of works. Least any man should boast. We don't have to do anything to earn the love of God. We just need to accept Jesus as our Savior and we're saved under grace. So I'm not saying, I'm not preaching legalism. I'm not saying that we have to do anything, but I'm saying if we love God like we say we do, genuinely we should feel compelled to want to do something for him. There's a lot of children, they love to make their parents proud because their parents do for them. They care for them. They they have their backs. So a child automatically wants the approval of their parents. Okay. And I feel like the time that we spend here on earth is vital. In fact, in the New Testament, it tells us that we're going to be held accountable for all of the actions in which we take upon this earth, everything that we do, everything that we say, how we handle every situation is going to be judged one day. It's going to be judged. And that being said, there are consequences for the actions in which we do. And there are rewards for some of the actions that we do. You know, as a child of God, you know, we have a choice to be an obedient child or a disobedient child. You know, the Lord says that who disobeys him, he he who loves, who he loves, he chastens and chastens means discipline. So if you go against the Lord and you sin or you sin constantly, you sh you're going to be looking for the chastening of the Lord. It's coming. It's coming. But I want people to understand that it is absolutely his desire for us to be as obedient as we can. We will never be perfect. We'll never be perfect. That is Jesus himself. But if you are saved by grace, you have the gift of the Holy Spirit. And that power that is within us has the ability to help us conquer sin. For the Bible tells us that we are dead to sin. How can we dwell in something that we're dead to? How can we have any any partake with something that we're dead to? The shackles have been taken off. So we don't have to dwell in sin. We can choose to fight against it. We can choose to fight the flesh. The word of God tells us that we need to crucify the flesh daily. In this world, we have three enemies. The world, Satan, and the flesh. When you become a born-again Christian, you have enemies, and we have to fight them daily. And I can honestly tell you, there's no way you can win unless you obey God. I have learned that the hard way. I've learned that I can't do anything on my own power. I've learned that without the Word of God, I am powerless, for the Bible is the shield of the I'm sorry, the Bible is the sword of the spirit, um, a part of the full armor of God found in the book of Ephesians. We need the word of God for defense, for offense. There's a lot of Christians who don't read their Bibles. 
If you don't read, you are essentially naked. You have no power. You have no authority. You have it, but you don't know how to use it. And some Christians don't even realize that they have it. A lot of believers don't know how much power they have. You are a child of God. You are a child of the Most High. You have authority. You have inheritance. But you won't know it unless you open your Bible. A lot of people's Bibles are collecting dust. That's a shame. Is it a salvational issue to read your Bible? No, I don't believe it is. I believe that whosoever should call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Repent and be baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Believing on the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. If we believe that he died for our sins, we're saved. Yes. Now, is reading the Bible a requirement to be saved? No. But I can tell you it makes life very, very hard. It puts you in danger of losing rewards in heaven. And it shifts your perspective on the things that God intended for you to do. When you don't read the word of God. A lot of people don't read the Bible because they feel that they don't understand it. I endorse the King James Bible, which is absolutely the most attacked version of the Bible that there is. Mainly because of the words that are used, the these and the thous and the beseech thee and all of the archaic words that we don't use today. That is the reason it is attacked as much as it is. Well, I tell you, I know how it feels to read that Bible and feel like I am confused or overwhelmed because I don't know what that means or I've never heard this word and I have never used this word. And a lot of people just get frustrated and they shut it up. You know, I was talking to somebody earlier today. I said, you know, the King James Bible is the only Bible that forces the individual to study. Because if it's a word I don't recognize or it's a word I haven't, I haven't used before, um, I often go back and I look it up in the Webster's Dictionary. And then I look it up in the Strong's Concordance so I can see the Greek and Hebrew meaning of the word. And let me tell you, it matters. It really does. Some people are settling for other Bibles, modern Bibles. I can get into a whole nother conversation about that. Maybe we will in another podcast. But in this case, I'm not going to argue with an individual who wants to read another version of the Bible. As long as you're reading, that's great. Let the Lord give you the revelation as far as what version he wants you to read. But first things first, you know, this year, get in your Bibles. Please get in your Bibles. You have no idea how much of the disservice you do yourself. When you don't read your Bible, there's nothing worse than a Christian who has no knowledge. There's nothing worse than a Christian who cannot defend their faith. There's nothing worse than the Christian who's living in the world. We are all supposed to be ambassadors of Jesus. We're all supposed to be walking testimonies. You know, as the I, I once heard a quote that says, sometimes you are the only Bible that some people will ever see. People see your the way you walk, 
the way you talk, your actions, how you carry yourself. They can see they either can see Christ in you or they see that you are, you know, just another lukewarm Christian. And it doesn't really give them a reason to want to follow the Lord. And I'm not trying to make people feel bad. I'm just trying to provoke some thought. I'm trying to get people to understand that one of the greatest things that you can do is serve God. Is be obedient to God for that blessings come. Rewards come to those of to those of us who listen and obey. So this year, study the word of God. Read it. If you need help, get around other individuals who can help. That's another thing. Church attendance. A lot of people have dropped out of church. And you know, I'm on I'm I'm on the fence with that because I feel that we do need fellowship. We most absolutely need fellowship among brethren. I feel that we recharge each other's batteries. We feed off of each, each other, encourage each other to get up and get out in the world and to continue walking and out, keeping the faith, running the race. I, 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 I wholeheartedly believe that that is necessary. Just like the book of Hebrews tells us, it says to forsake not the assembling of each other as the heathen do. A lot of us feel like we can worship on our own. We can praise God on our own. And you can, but it's not the same as it is doing it with other people. In the book of Genesis, God says it is not good for man to be alone. It's really not. We were never meant to be isolated. We were never meant to be alone. That's just not good for us uh, mentally nor spiritually as well. So getting around Christians, fellow believers... Whether you're gathering at a house, at a coffee shop, or maybe just a church, it doesn't matter. Just make sure that you're getting around people uh, who can encourage you and, and build up your faith and your spirit. Okay, that's very, very important. So let's, let's make that a New Year's resolution that we do as well this year. Um, another resolution that you should be diving to is sharing the gospel. You know, each and every one of us has a platform. Most of us have social media. Um, utilize it for the Lord instead of giving glory to yourself. Because a lot of people use social media to glorify themselves. Vain glory when all of the glory should be going to God, not us. Let us worship the creator and not the creation. Let us put away our egotistical ways, our narcissistic, our narcissistic views, and to be humble. For the Lord says that he will rise up him who is humble. But his heart is turned away from those who are pride. You know, prideful. The Lord's going to knock you down if you have a prideful spirit. So beware. Being prideful is a very, very dangerous thing in the eyes of the Lord. Okay. But overall, none of these things are going to be effective this year. If we don't apply them to our life, we have to apply them to our life. We have to be diligent and we have to be honest and we have to seek God out with all of our hearts. If we're going to have to make these things happen, because the fact of the matter is that it, we're living in the last days. These are the end times. Christians don't need to be playing around. Christians don't need to be wasting their time. 
Christians need to be focusing on the Lord right now. We need to be growing stronger in the spirit, being a living testimony for the Lord and getting people saved because people pass away and die every single day. We never know where we're going to go. And we don't want to be left on earth knowing that we could have done something or intervened with an individual's destination, eternal destination, we'll say. There's always something that we can do. So in conclusion, you know, 2020, give this year to the Lord and allow him to use you in the way in which he desires to use you. Put your own plans aside. Put your own desires aside. God knows what you want. God knows what you need. He knows the desires of your heart. He really does. I feel if we obey him and we seek him, he will definitely take care of the rest. We don't have to know the details. We don't have to know how he's going to do it. We just know that he will take care of the rest. God bless everybody out there. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it motivated you going into the brand new year. Let's be active Christians. Let's stand up for Jesus Christ and let's walk by faith. I hope you all have a blessed day. Again, Happy New Year. Follow the podcast and subscribe. Have a great day.